Dropbay Gaming Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Dropbay Gaming Podcast. Yes. yes. We're back. We are. For our monthly episode. <laughs> it's actually been more than a month. Yeah. Yeah, but it's been a hell a hell of a month here in Queensland. Everywhere. Well, yeah, mostly. So, let's see. So it flooded and a in bunch Queensland. Of, yeah, in Queensland. Yeah. Then it moved to New, New South Wales. We hit us yeah. first, so yeah. we the trendsetters. Yeah. So the last like few weeks has been a lot of um, being trapped and then cleaning mm. and shops having nothing in them again. Yes, yeah, yeah. And some shops that just probably won't come back. Like I was talking to someone yesterday actually, and um, the Bunnings at Oxley yeah. on on the main Ipswich Road for yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that got pretty hard hit this yeah. time again because it got completely destroyed in 2011 mm. three months it's going to take them yeah. yeah so they literally had a whole bunch of staff come from all over the you know brisbane area yeah to just chuck out everything um and then they'll strip the entire place and redo it all and yeah, yeah three months to rebuild yeah right but anyway, that's that's what's been yeah. happening there. And that literally happened ten years ago when we started this podcast yes, as it well. Did. Yeah. So mm. yeah. Welcome to the circle of life. <laughs> but anyway, we're dry. Yes. And we're we here are. recording a podcast. High and dry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Not>. exactly. <laughs> but anyway, so we've got a shitload to talk about, so we should just jump in, I guess. Yeah, sure. So we'll start with a bit of news. We do have some reviews to go through as well because we have been playing a few games, Yeah, um, which has been good. Both of us have had electricity and internet, so we've been able yeah. to play some games. Exactly. And um, I mean, to be fair, if you rely on us for gaming news, sorry for the delay. <laughs> and there's probably but, something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. There's all of the stuff we're talking, you know, run through here, you may or may not have heard already, but um, I just thought some of it's a little bit interesting, so it's worth talking about. Mm. So the first thing is um, the most recent, this week, just gone, Sony did a state of play, which the, are the live streams, that, well, not really live, they're like pre-prepared streams. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this one was predominantly about stuff from Japanese developers, so it had a bunch of stuff that I'm not that interested in. I'm sure there's people out there that are really into it, but one of the standouts for me was there was a new trailer for Forspoken, mm. which is a really fucking awesome looking game. Yeah. So I'm pretty keen for that. But also they showed Returnal is getting a co-op mode for the campaign, which is a bit bizarre. Hmm. Like, I assume there would have to be heaps of balancing work to be done to make it work for co-op because it's so finely tuned to work as a single player experience. Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of work to still go into that game. Yeah. Mm. So that's coming out on March 22nd, that update, and it's bringing a new survival mode as well. Uh, way back in near the beginning of Feb, just after we recorded the last episode, Xbox, because I think the last episode we talked about them acquiring Activision. Yep. So then uh, shortly after that episode came out, they said uh, that they're confirming that Activision games will continue to release on PlayStation beyond the current agreements. Because mm. I think what we said was they said any current agreements with Activision and PlayStation will be fulfilled. Yeah. But they came out and said beyond that, they're going to keep releasing games. From Which Activision. makes sense because, you know, as we spoke about, you know, there's... They um, spent $70 billion. Yeah, they're going to need to recoup that and to yeah. do that in just their own, you yeah. know, environment. Will take fucking forever. Yeah, will take a very long time. Yeah. So, um, GTA Five sold over 160 million units now. Yeah, that was like mid-Feb, and they've Unreal. got it coming out for PS5 and Xbox Series X in two days as we record. Yeah. So that number, 160, is more than all of the Assassin's Creed games combined, which one mm. game, there's like 10 Assassin's Creed games. Yeah, and they're all very, very popular. Yeah. So like... It's fucking insane. crazy. Final Fantasy. Plus, the, like if, that, if that's all of the different versions of, you know, you can get, you know, the... Assassin's Creed 1, 2, and 3 remakes, and yeah. you've got them on the Switch as well on some yeah. of them, and that's fucking unreal. Yeah, so mm. one game. And then the other one that was compared in this article that I was reading was Final Fantasy. The entire franchise of Final Fantasy since, like, the 90s wow. has sold a 
164 million units. Mm. And so GTA is closing in on that. That's insane. Yeah. I wonder, if, I wonder if Final Fantasy is the biggest franchise-wise. Because it has been out be for there. a very, I mean, very long time. Apart from G- GTA. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. It'd be well, up there. If you, oh, if Call you take, of Duty as well, I suppose. Yeah, true. And they come out every year, year yeah. or two now, two years. But, but yeah. it's not a fucking small franchise. Let's no, put it that way. No, definitely not. So, yeah. yeah I just thought that was an insane statistic. Mm, it and is. Especially given that the new version's coming out in like two days. So it's the same game. Mm. Just re-upped for new gens. Again. And it's sold 160 million. Like, companies sell like... 10 million and they're like sweet great success yeah exactly let's like make it even, number two even PlayStation with their first party shit they're like oh yeah mm-hmm. God of War I don't know how many God of War sold now but I remember when it hit like 10 million they're like hell yeah 10 million that's mm. great what a success <laughs> and GTA 5 is just like do 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 160 million yeah fucking insane and Rockstar's like nah it's mediocre success. Yeah. We want 200 bajillion. Yeah. Let's make more of these games. Yeah. So that's just an insane start. Like, you can't even... It's not even comparable to anything else. No. Like, what other game even comes close to that? Probably outside of the gaming world, it'd be Toyotas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, like that kind of thing. Like, yeah. it's out of control. It's insane. Yeah. Um... I put a bit of uh, movie and TV news in here as well. Mm. And we all just finished um, Peacemaker. Yeah. So if you haven't seen Peacemaker, which is obviously a DC spinoff. From um, Suicide Squad. From Suicide Squad. The new Suicide Squad. Fucking unbelievable. Yeah, I've watched it really twice now. Yeah. I, I watched it once and went, wow, this is awesome. And then I watched it with Tanya and she was like, Initially, she was kind of like, oh, this is a bit weird. Yeah. You know? But then after about so three or four, to it. she was like, wow, this is really good. Even though it's like super violent. And dark as fuck in some bits. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's like the characters, everything. Yeah. What a great mm. show. Yeah. Unbelievable. So Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is coming out at the end of the month on the streaming service Paramount. No, so the movie so Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is coming out... Um, in cinemas oh, yes, at yep, the end yep. of this month. Mm-hmm. But and Paramount is confirming yeah, the, that they're making a trilogy. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, because I think the first one, they were like, yeah, we'll make a Sonic movie, whatever. Mm. And then it was just a runaway success. Yeah. Like one of the best video game adaptation movies ever. And it ran away so fast. It yeah. went around loops and like, <laughs> it was collected a, heaps of it coins was a for them. blur. That's how successfully <laughs> and fast it ran. Yeah. Um, so, anyway... They're making a second one. Oh, they've made a second one. They're going to make a third in the trilogy. And then they announced that Paramount Plus, because that's their streaming service, yeah. which they need to fill with shit. Mm. So they're like, well, we made this Sonic show movie and it's really good. So let's take Idris Elba's Knuckles, who's in the second movie, and yeah. make a spin-off TV series about him. Mm. So that's See how that goes. locked in some work for mm. Mr. Elba for a while. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Which ties in with the whole Suicide Squad thing as well. Yeah, exactly. This is crazy. Wow. <laughs> this guy. It's um, a conspiracy. Yeah. Uh, Netflix and Take-Two have teamed up to make a Bioshock TV show. Yep. Which is going to be interesting. They showed a poster thing. Like, it's a poster, you know, it's an image online. Yeah. But it looks like it's got the little girl and the big um, big daddy guy. Yeah. Sort of, a sort of half shot of him. Mm-hmm. Looks fucking cool. Yeah. And that's just a poster. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm like, Bioshock is such an interesting world. It is. They could so do I a think, lot. Yeah, I that. think there's a lot. Mm. Like, depending on how they do it, if they, yeah. like, yeah, I have no idea, but I think it'll be really cool to see. The uh, Last, Last of, of Us, Us, speaking of Sony mm. stuff, so Sony stuff next is The Last of Us TV show. We knew that was, had been, had talked been about, worked yeah, on. Yep. Apparently it's not, we're not going to see that until 2023. Which seems amazing to me because they, like, as far as, some reports had come out even as far back as three or four, five, six months ago. Yeah. Filming had been finished. Yeah, there's well, they've been working on it for fucking like we heard about it ages yeah, ago. Yeah. Yeah. So that's an kind of odd one. Um mm. there's rumours that Amazon Prime Video might be making a God of War T V show. Yep. So Which is kinda know, cool. Yeah. Make hay while the grass grows, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> 
um, the Uncharted, Uncharted movie, movie yeah. that came out uh, made $106 million in the first three days. I don't Which know if is, that was just in America or if it was normally it is just box office in America. Yeah, yeah. but that makes it the fourth largest open for a video game adaptation movie of all time, behind Sonic the Hedgehog one, Detective Pikachu in no particular order, and uh, Lara Croft Tomb Raider Angelina Jolie from two thousand and one. Hmm. So for inflate adjusted for inflation, surely that's oh, yeah. got to be the number yeah. one. Yeah, it helps so. to have Angelina Jolie. Yep, like playing a sex symbol character like Lara Croft especially back then yeah in the early 2000s <laughs> yeah 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 definitely a different time mm. so yeah that's probably enough about TV shows and movies so an EA update because EA have got like we haven't seen it really much from EA that's any good lately they brought out the legendary edition of Mass Effect and then it mm. takes two which doesn't count because it's an EA original yeah um so we've been waiting for Dragon Age. They revealed that they're making Dragon Age 4 and a new Mass Effect, like last year, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Insane to me that they announced either of those. Yeah. Because apparently, according to a blog post that they did about Dragon Age, they are in the middle of production of the game. They said that they were like, the blog post was talking about like the stages of game development mm-hmm. and how the first step is like planning and coming up with what your story is going to be like a rough blueprint. Yeah. And they said they finished the blueprint for Dragon Age 4 last year. So this game's been in development for like, well, Dragon Age in- Inquisition time. was a PS4 game. So that was like, I think that was early too. So I think that mm-hmm. game's like eight years old. Wow. Or five. It's fucking at least five years old. At least. Yeah. So they finished the blueprint for <laughs> Dragon Age 4 last year and they're well on their way into like writing and building the environments and stuff like that. Yeah. Which means we're probably not going to see that game till I would say at least the end of next year, if not later. Yeah. At for least. a game with that kind of scope. Yeah. And then Mass Effect 5 apparently is only still in the like, they're like workshopping ideas for it. Mm. So it's still in the early pre-production. Very, very, yeah, yeah. So I get being like, hey, we're working on this. You guys, like mm. as a fan service type thing, being like, just so you know, we're yeah, working on we're a new Mass this. Effect. Yeah. But like, it, it just reminds me of Watch Dogs mm-hmm. when they announced it so early yeah. on. And then we're yeah. just like, where the fuck is it? And mm. I already feel that way about Dragon Age. And if Mass Effect is that far behind, surely we're not going to see a Mass Effect game until 2024 yeah at least yeah Yeah, I'd imagine so which is insane to me Mm. yeah so we'll see what happens with those ones we'll keep you up to date as any other you know late after any other items are talked about exactly well another one that they did they (laughs) revealed there was an article on VentureBeat about Dead Space the Mm -hmm. remake yeah apparently they were reporting that internally they were aiming for an October release this year for Dead Space. Yep. Even though they only revealed it last year, which is awesome. Yeah. And true. we haven't got a release window yet. So, but internally they were aiming for October. You know, release in the scariest yep. month of the year. Of course. Uh, but <laughs> it looks like the comp- the developers are not going to make that. And the report by VentureBeat said that it's looking like it's delayed into the beginning of 2023. And then they did a live stream like the next day or something, the developer after that report and were like, yeah, it's not, we're aiming, the internal target now is early 2023. Interesting. So yeah, yeah. first or second quarter next year, I suppose we'll see that, but I'm still pretty keen for it. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh, Gotham Knights window, release window came out October 25th. Yep. So we've got That's that, Warner another, Brothers. another October release there. Um, Street Fighter Six has been revealed as well. Yeah, for those of you who are into don't, that. Don't mind a, a button masher. <laughs> I don't know about a button masher. No, Street what... Fighter's not too bad like that. Yeah. Um, what else? Steam Deck got released in America. Mm-hmm. It's not out here yet. I don't even know if there's a targeted release for yeah, it yet. I haven't seen anything really but, about um, it. But I've been reading a few people's comments about that thing, and it looks like it's a fucking awesome mm. piece of equipment. Better than the the razor thing that you'd click onto your phone oh yeah so i well i that was after we recorded last as well Mm. i got that yeah Yeah. so i got the razor kishi which is like a it's a little controller that you can sort of stretch out and attach to your phone Mm. and it 
there's a different model for Android or iPhone because the, the different connection. Yeah. But this one, I got Android, obviously, and it has a USB-C, so it plugs directly into your phone, so it doesn't have any input lag. Yeah. Uh, and it works for xCloud and Android games. Mm-hmm. And then you can use it for PS5 remote play, but you have to download like a third-party app yeah. because the official Sony one doesn't support third-party controllers. Wow. You can Bluetooth a DualShock 4 to your phone mm-hmm. to play remote play through the official yeah. app, but mm-hmm. the Kishi doesn't yeah. work. So that's um, But yeah, the app that I got, it's I can't remember what it's called, but it's like one of the only other remote play apps. It actually connects better than the official one does because oh, wow. you have access to all the settings to like set in IP addresses and it gives you port forwarding info wow. for your router to set it up correctly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And then it just runs more smoothly. Is that free? No, the app was like $4 or something. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, sweet. The Kishi costs like 130 bucks. Yeah, exactly. So So you want it to work. I'm like, yeah, I'll pay $4 for an app and it fucking works sweet. The only Mm. downside is I've got a Pixel 5, which is a pretty small phone. It is, yeah. And like, there's only some games, like if you you can play all the games on your PS5, Mm -hmm. but you can't necessarily play them well because you can't see shit on such a tiny screen. That is a problem. But yeah, it's the input lag and stuff like that though. Like you think with remote play, depending on if you're on your mobile network or Wi-Fi or whatever, but Mm -hmm. it actually runs pretty smoothly. So that's pretty good. Yeah. So we'll see what happens when the, the Steam Deck gets released over here as well yeah well apparently people were saying like it comes preloaded with emulation software oh wow so you can emulate like ps1 ps2 ps3 nintendo all that shit obviously roms and stuff are illegal yeah of course but it's a linux it's based it runs on a linux operating system Mm -hmm. so it's really like robust and flexible for whatever the fuck you wanted to use Mm. it for and it'll be super conscious of only being utilized for those you know, perfect kind of simulations yeah. too. So, a, yeah, well, yeah. I was reading, there was, a, I saw a video actually, it was a YouTube video and I can't remember who did it, but it was like a full, like an early preview right before the launch. Oh yeah. And it went through comparing the, the actual Steam Deck to the other options of a Steam handheld mm-hmm. that are out there. Yeah. And it compared all the performance and all that kind of stuff and like frame rate and all that stuff. And apparently this is like, way beyond streets ahead wow there you go so yeah yeah i'm pretty keen to get my hands on one because steaming ahead yeah because your (laughs) options for a handheld are like a razor kishi and cloud gaming or a nintendo switch Mm -hmm. or that's pretty much it the feeder is like gone now yeah that's right so Mm -hmm. but to have a steam deck with access i don't think you can play all your steam games on it they're like slowly adding more and oh, more okay, because yeah, it's yeah. all about obviously they, they have to be able to be played on Linux. Yeah, and not mm. all games can be. That's true. Yeah, but um, yeah, they, there's a pretty big catalog already. Oh, there is. Yeah, yeah. And like my Steam library has like hundreds of games that I've never played. The same. <laughs> so well, some that I have. It but, might be handy yeah. to have, mm. but yeah, it's pretty cool. And the way they designed it as well because it's like a massive screen like going into it a little bit like all of the cpu and everything's in the middle behind the screen so when you're holding the sides where the controls are there's no heat there oh, that's it good. keeps all the heat like mm. contained away from your hands so yeah. you don't get like sweaty yeah as yeah. it fucking heats up from mm. playing for long times and stuff yeah so it looks like it's like pretty well designed and everything as well mm. so in a bit of global news um, since the last time we recorded, obviously, Russia has now invaded Ukraine. Yeah, so it's not just floods um, here and, like, fires probably somewhere else in the world. Yeah, there probably is. Uh, mm. Russia did a peacekeeping mission into Ukraine <laughs> and have done some pretty horrific shit over there. And I'm sure everyone's heard of that yeah, one already. you guys have all heard yeah. that news. We don't want to get... I don't want to get into it here too much. No, it's, but, it's crazy. Um, just we've in terms we've of, put sanctions on Russia... Yeah. Drop their gaming. Yeah, um, we're no longer allowing them to. Um, We've stopped releasing our Russian version yes, podcast. Yeah, we're not translating it into um, Russian at yeah. all. Yeah, we've we, stopped that. Yeah, we decided right from the start that yeah. we wouldn't do that. You know what? We feel strongly about not doing that. Yeah. 
<laughs> but but not to make a joke on a life. Yeah. This is a fucking terrible this, thing that's yeah, happening. It's over pretty there. bad over there. But mm. um, there's one thing that annoys me when shit like this happens, and it's kind of it's always been a thing, but it's more these days. It's almost like cancel culture, mm. like that mentality where all these corporations just jump on, like yeah, fuck that target of our yeah. hate, yeah, and. Um, so all of these companies have started pulling out of Russia and like stopping their stuff there mm-hmm. and um, making a stand so that they can post their Instagram and yeah. Facebook posts about how fucking We're brave behind. they are for yeah. making a stand. Mm-hmm. But anyway, some of the uh, video game company ones that have done it is... Uh, what have I got listed there? Nintendo. Nintendo closed their eShop mm-hmm. in Russia. PlayStation closed the PSN store in yeah. Russia and they've... St- ceased halted sales of software and hardware in russia mm-hmm. ea have halted sales of software and their services yeah so and i've also heard microsoft as well yeah um but to a certain extent they couldn't exactly tell you what they had stopped and what they hadn't because yeah. obviously the russian government's running on azure <laughs> <laughs> most probably another mm. one was uh sony donated two million to the united nations refugee thing yep. to support that mm-hmm. um and Russia have legalized piracy mm. as wow. of like the last couple of days because all these companies are pulling out. Mm. And so they're like, you can now legally download whatever the fuck you want off the internet and we don't give a shit. Great. And it wasn't just piracy as well. They said that they're like allowing people to steal patents for companies. Wow. Like, so, you know, if a company makes a product and now they're not making it here anymore, mm. you can make it yourself. Wow. Whatever. That's pretty full on. But anyway, moving on from that. So the last, last thing is going to lead yes. into our first review. Yeah. So Techland announced um, a next gen upgrade for the PS4 version of Dying Light One. Yeah. So that'll come out on PS5. So apparently they targeted 60 frames per second in that game on PS4. Wow. And then eventually they settled uh, and Xbox One obviously, and yep. they settled on a locked 30 frame per second mm-hmm. and with full 4K res. Uh, no, oh, not on PS4. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. because they did that, then... Because it's some, something to do with being able to do those upgrades, you need to already have in, in place the system to be able to reach that. Yeah. Or something like that. So, games that are only designed to do 30 frames per second, you can't upgrade. boost them. Yeah. Like, it's it's much more difficult to do that upgrade, apparently. Seems so, in this case, they'd already aimed for 60 frames per second, and then they changed it to be locked. So now they're releasing this upgrade, which is not only for PS5, but PS4 Pro as well. Nothing for Xbox's version yet. Okay. But it adds three video modes to the PS5 version. Mm-hmm. Well, technically PS4 version on PS5, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's got performance, which is... Um, what did I say? Performance <laughs> mode, 60, 60 frames. frames, full, full HD, HD, so 1080. Yeah. Balanced is targeting 60 frames in... QHD, which is... Is that 4K? No. It's like 2000. Yeah, I think it's 2K. And then quality mode is 30 frames per second in full native 4K resolution, which is pretty good. Yeah, that will be good. For anyone who's going to go back and play that. Mm. But why would you do that when Dying Light 2 is out? And it's good. And you can tell us about it. Yeah. So it does work straight into the the review of this. Um, It's almost like I planned it. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> what a coincidence. <laughs> so I have played and finished Dying Light 2. I did uh, mention it briefly in the last episode a month ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had a great time with this. Mm. Um, it, it had some issues, and I mentioned the controllers already. Um, you know, it, uh, it didn't allow from what I could find, and I didn't look all that hard into it, but allow for remapping. Um, of the controllers yes Um, and to be honest playing that and going straight into um, since finishing the story going straight into Horizon Forbidden West yeah it completely fucked me up because (laughs) you know all of the the main buttons that we used were all in all backwards so it completely screwed me up Um, there it had a lot of Really, really good cinematic sections and story sections. Um, the the graphics of this one are incredible on the mm-hmm. PS5. I was very, very impressed. 
Um, it's it has been a long time since I played the the first version of it, yeah. so I'm not really going to compare the two of them too much. That game was real fun, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, one thing that I think I anticipated but then fell short on um, in in Dying Light Two was the the um, the frights, the scares. Yeah. You know, like it's a zombie game, and to me, a zombie game should be more like a you know, Resident Evil where you're yeah. actually kind of scared in a lot of environments. And yeah. it had it had some eerie kind of sections to it where you'd you know, go into an area and you know, you'd have to sneak around all the you know, sleeping zombies and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Um, but after a very short amount of time, and, and you know, the, the story from Dying Light 1, which is that you know, they come out at night, basically, yeah. like they, they are more animated at night. Yeah. Um, you've got streets not filled, but all the streets have like the walkers in them. So they're during the day, they kind of wander after you like a normal yeah. zombie kind of thing. But at night, they will run and chase and yeah. climb up things to get to you. And, you know, you, if you want to fight, yeah. then you can stand there and they will just keep coming. Yeah. And there's bigger ones and scarier ones and ones with all you know the crazy powers and all that stuff. Um, but even at night, I found it just easy, easy yeah. to get away from things. Um, and the 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 more that you level up during the game, yeah, the much easier it becomes yeah. as well. I remember that from the first game where like initially it was like do not go out yeah. at night unless you have to because it's fucking bad times. Mm, yeah. But then before too long mm. you get powered up enough that it's like easy mode yeah. you just fucking mow your way through yeah. whatever you need to mm-hmm. yeah yeah. so one of the things that I, I noticed out of this one which I, I could not remember from the first one and like I said sorry it's been a long time since we played that mm-hmm. but you actually get the ability to charge through packs in this one oh, so yeah. if you are sprinting so you've got to open up a fair few things in your, your um, you know skill, skill tree, tree. yeah um but you can literally just shoulder charge your way through packs. Yeah. So even if you do get to the point where you do feel like you're getting overwhelmed or there's... You just run you know, through them. You just run straight through a pack and they yeah. just fly off you kind of thing. And you know, it, it takes a fair while before you have to slow down yeah. or get slowed down by knocking them all out of the way. So um, the story was good. It was quite long. It was a lot longer than I thought it probably... Like, not in a negative way. It actually worked well. Yeah. But there was a few times that I'd get to somewhere and go, oh, okay, well, now we're going to be finishing. But then there was another few hours added yeah. on top. Um, and like I said, not in a bad way. It was yeah. all pretty good. Not like The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You say, yeah. okay, cool. Nearly. Oh. Now this, now, now that. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was, it was actually quite well done. And to the point where... Um, it actually became a really fucking epic story. Yeah, right. You know, like there's all these things happening and you're like, oh, I've got to save these people and, you know, then I've got to go and unlock this next area and there's more people in there and I've got to do this and that. And then all of a sudden it just takes it up a notch and there's, you know, all these evacuations and extinction kind of planning from before the the, thing was released, like the virus was released that start to get triggered because of things you're doing and, and, you know, things that are happening in the environment. You're like, fuck, this is full on. And it gets more and more hectic as you go. That's pretty cool. Um, Obviously the game is based around a lot of parkour. Yeah. And it fucking nails it. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, Especially as you do unlock more skills in your tree as well. You can jump further. You can, you know, grab shorter ledges and do all those types of things. Um, and I had a lot of fun with it, but there was times when either I um, underestimated a, a jump or yeah. you know something like that, and it literally put you in a position where you kind of just need to get to a section, yeah, and then you're almost there, and you see a ledge where you think, oh yeah, I can make it to that, I can jump to that, mm-hmm. and you miss it or you don't or they jump in the wrong direction because of whatever the fuck's going video on games. with you. Yeah, because of video games. Yeah. Um, 
and it's actually you know extremely frustrating to yeah. be trying to climb to the top of a building and then you fall to the and ground then, yeah you fall off but the funny thing is like there was a lot of times where you'd fall but you know you'd kind of be able to pull back towards the the building and in this weirdly physics was okay that you could move in the air Oh yeah, so, you change directions. Yeah, and, like take a step. Yeah, which is kind of weird. It's like Wiley Coyote. Yeah, it is. <laughs> running off the cliff. <laughs> there was one skill that I didn't unlock because I just can't do this. Like it would just fuck with my entire existence yeah. in my head. But you can be running towards something, jump off a ledge, press X, and do a one eighty, and come in the window underneath. Like yeah, I know. Fucking with unbelievable. Like a grappling hook or just with a, nothing. A, a no, just yeah, hook. just like whoop, wrong way. Come back in. <laughs> yeah, strange. Like to me, yeah. I didn't even unlock that. I was just like, nah, nah. Yeah. That just is that too breaks, much for me. Breaks the brain. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, you can kind of pull back towards the wall and potentially it slows you down. So instead of falling to your death, yeah. you can kind of slow down against the wall. But then you hit the ground eventually and you lose 95% of your health. Yeah. But then you've got to get your way back up to where you were. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a parkour amazing. game. So it, it happens, yeah. um, but it's very fucking frustrating when it does. And it yeah. happened so often in this game. Um, yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. And that's probably one of my biggest gripes about this was just the controller. Every now and again, just it just wigs out and it yeah. doesn't work properly. Um so that was a bit annoying. But um, yeah, I mean, all in all, the story was good. I really enjoyed it. I actually wanted to get through it. Yeah. Knowing that we had other games that are coming, um, I was trying to play it as much as I could to get through it. Yeah. Um, and then it added more, which annoyed me a little bit. But still, it was about probably... When is this light going to die? <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing was the, the lighting effects and all that kind of stuff were very, very well done. Yeah, nice. Um, you could literally stand in one spot and watch the sun go over yeah. during the day, which is fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, and the, the shadows and everything, like visually it was a fucking good game. Yeah. I'd re I did really enjoy that side of it as well. Um, gameplay was in most cases really good, but it did become very easy, yeah. um, which again is that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and a lot of boss fights as well to get through. Yeah. So, but not very difficult ones. Mm. So, yeah, I, I mean, I did enjoy the game. I would, I'd never play it again. Yeah. You know, so I don't care about anything that comes out, any DLC, DLC or anything yeah. that happens. Um, but it was fun while I played yeah. it. So I'd, I'd give it a four, um, just based on the fact that it, it doesn't do anything spectacular, yeah. um, but it was a fun game to play and they should allow you to change the controls so that it doesn't fuck up every other game that you try and play afterwards. <laughs> yeah, so four, totally. four drop bears. Nice. Well, I'm looking forward to playing that at some point mm. because I was planning on jumping into it at the same time and then I just got busy with other stuff and then it was like a week out from Horizon. I was like, I don't want to start Dying yeah. Light. Yeah. So, and also I thought we might get a pre-release copy of Horizon, but then mm. we ended up not. Yeah. So. Um, Which was a shame. Yeah, well. Mm. Horizon. We've been yeah. playing a shitload. I've put like 75 hours into this game so far. Wow. Which is mm. a lot. It is. I'm just over 30. Yeah. Uh, and You're I've, further in the story than yeah. me. Yeah. I've mainly focused, as I do, on yeah. the story. Yeah. Um, I get caught up in all the bullshit. Yeah. And there's a lot of it. It's a very oh, yes. Ubisoft style game, mm. like with, um, with you know, random shit all over the map yeah. for you to and find. And it's literally everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So there's all kinds of little quests to do, side quests, mm -hmm. errands to run, yeah. just different stuff. And Hunting every time, rounds, like it's got everything. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. you're like, it's got the tall necks from the original game, and mm -hmm. then you climb up one, and it'll reveal the map half reveal them up so instead of solid fog it becomes like a translucent fog yeah and then it reveals all of these different activities to do and they're all grayed out mm -hmm. and so when you do them or find them they either go white yeah. for like a machine ground like where a bunch of machines hang out mm -hmm. 
it'll go white or if it's a quest or something you do it and it goes green yeah and so my thing is like i cannot have anything gray on the map mm. so i just Fair i'm like enough. chipping away at it yeah. and then i'll be like man i'm kind of getting bored of this game and then i go wait a minute i haven't done a story mission in like three days <laughs> and then i go do a story mission i'm like oh fuck yeah because mm. like voice performances so We'll get into some other stuff, but my, one of the things that stands out for me in this game is the voice performances. Mm-hmm. Just some of the animation of like the facial animations, sometimes it really works well and like the mannerisms of the characters and their animations mm-hmm. and stuff are great. Sometimes it's fucking weird. Yeah. Like there's certain interactions. So there's this one person that I was talking to, this chick that's like in the middle of nowhere working mm-hmm. on something. And I ran into her and I was talking to her and both Aloy... And this chick's mannerisms and everything were just really fucking weird yeah. through the whole conversation. It does happen a fair bit. And like mouths not lining up with words and stuff. And then you'll do yeah. other ones where it's like absolutely mm, perfect. Yeah. And um, you know, the thing that annoys me with some of them, actually a lot of them, yeah. um, is you, you've got this like dial down the bottom where you choose the conversation that yeah. you want to have. Um, but they always come back to their original stance. Yeah. So they'll be having a conversation and then all of a sudden you'll see it start to go into this like, all right, we're stopping the conversation now. And then they just kind of look down at the ground or, you know, they just kind of do this like weird thing where they just kind of stop and like look at each other for no reason. And then they wait for the next question. Yeah. Or if you're sitting down at a table then you ask the next question and Aloy will get up and like, you know, ask this thing, get punch the table and stuff or whatever's going yeah. on. And then, and then just then, like, yeah. And then just sits down again and like, looking. just kind of wait. Yeah. For the next is, one. That is and kind of weird. It's like, what the fuck's going on here? Like it's <laughs> yeah. very bizarre and it yeah. does it every single time. Yeah. All the one conversations. Of these yeah. yeah. And yeah. So I get that. That's a bit weird. It's fun. It's yeah. kind of weird. One of the things that I really don't like about the, the voice in this game or the the narrative sometimes. Yeah. Aloy gives you a lot of suggestions as you're searching areas. Yeah, it's hand-holding. Yeah. That's what, one of my complaints as well. Mm, there's a yeah. lot of that. Like you get to a point and you're like, uh, what do I do? And you're looking around for a grapple point or something yeah. to jump onto or off or whatever. As soon as you get close to something that's the right thing, she's like, oh, maybe I should use that crate to climb up there. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, oh, there's a vent over there. Maybe I can pull that out with my pull caster yeah. and we'll go through there. But it there's just one thing that everything. really pisses me off about it is that she actually speaks a lot of the time when... Because I play just on the TV without headphones on and I haven't yeah. checked it if it's different. But there'll be noises going on or other people talking to you and things like that. And she'll say, And then she'll start to talk. Yeah. And it's like, wait, I can't hear what she's saying because there's all this other noise going yeah. on or, or whatever. And then yeah. you're like, fuck, what did I just miss? Yeah. And Especially when like you're escorting someone or someone's with you and they're doing that random conversation piece mm-hmm. that, you know, yep. every now and then they'll break out with some interesting fucking tidbit. And then she's like, they're like, oh man, you should, this thing happen. And she's yeah. just like, well, there's a crate over there. Maybe I'll, <laughs> or you pick something up and she goes, I'll just put this in my stash for later. Yeah. Yeah. Over the that top. That happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And that actually really annoys me because it, it shouldn't really. happen. They lowered that down a lot in one of the patches. They, one of the patch notes was like, she will mention her stash less. Oh yeah. Good. Cause you yeah. pick up like four things in her own. She'd be like, oh, that's in the st- that's going in the stash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll put that in my stash for later. And just <laughs> yeah. like, shut the fuck up. I noticed up. that right at the yeah. start, actually, when I started it. Um, mm. Yeah, that is annoying. Yeah. <laughs> and the other, just to get it out of the way, one yeah. of the other things that really pisses me off about well, this just game. That hand holding stuff. Mm-hmm. It's um, before we move on from that. Yep. The hand holding stuff that annoys me because they've got in the in the settings they've got guided and ex- exploration mm-hmm. for the two settings and yeah. exploration if you set a waypoint it's just the waypoint and you can do whatever do you whatever want. and guided yeah. actually moves it to try and direct you down paths oh, okay and if you like climbing over mountains and like yeah. not going by the paths it mm-hmm. can really fuck you up well wow. okay. but in terms of the other hand holding like there's no way to dial back that like oh there's a crate let's use that and if you're trying to solve a puzzle yourself Mm. and as soon as you get into the space where that thing is she says the fucking answer yeah it's real annoying but then there's a flip side to it where you might be in a 
puzzle area that's quite big mm-hmm. and there is literally no way to know what the yeah, fuck you need yeah. to do next mm-hmm. and you just run around yep. until you hit the point where she goes oh the crate yeah, <laughs> or yeah. whatever mm-hmm. yeah. and so the quest design and level design in that way seems really shitty mm-hmm. because yeah. yeah like why put puzzles in your game if you're just going to give us the fucking answer yeah exactly or not yeah or yeah. not not have any guidance like yeah. the, things like ruins and stuff like that mm-hmm. Yep. where you just walk up and she's just like oh, I've got to find a way in yeah. but there's like nothing yeah yeah. and then on the other side of that as well it's like you're pressing the R3 button mm-hmm. and it brings up um, highlights for climbing stuff yep mm-hmm. and sometimes and you can turn that to be always on in the settings as well in oh, the okay. accessibility so it always shows the little X's and lines yeah, where there's yep. handholds mm-hmm. if you have that on and you try climbing a mountain there is actually handholds that highlight that you can't move to. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's like you're trying to find your way up and not just on mountains, but buildings Anywhere, and stuff yeah, as yeah. well, where mm-hmm. you'll be like, I should literally be able to move to this thing that's literally right yeah. next to me. Yeah. And I cannot. Mm. Well, with that as well, there was one that I was just at recently where that happened. I couldn't get into this place and it's literally part of the story yeah. to get in there. Yeah. And I could see as I moved back, I could see that I had to either find my way across a bridge to get yeah. to where it looked like the you know the little dot on your map thing on the top was yeah. saying you needed to be like your waypoint yeah but there was literally no way I could find to actually to get to there yeah um, and I spent a good uh, 10 minutes running around the building trying to get into where I thought I needed to be yeah and I couldn't find it and then I found eventually that I could swim underneath to get into this area but I couldn't find how to climb up to get to that bridge and as you press the the R3 it always lights up with the the orange handheld places Um, but for some reason when I did that it would it would kind of highlight a shadow in orange for some reason and it looked like it was the very same orange as you see everywhere else that you can climb up to but it wasn't like the thin line or the yeah. X or something. And I was like, that looks really weird. Like, can I get to that or not? So I'm trying like yeah. 10 times to jump up and grab it. And it turned out that no, it wasn't. Yeah. It was just like a shade of yeah. that orange color that There's looked like it. Weird little like mm. sort of glitchy type shit like that. And that kind of goes on to where I was about to say one of the other things that really yeah. annoys me is the coming from Dying Light 2 to this. Which was like, awesome parkour yeah awesome parkour compared to this it's very frustrating yeah to get around sometimes um even to the point and it was one of the very first parts where you had to climb up to release the rockets kind of thing yeah um and if you haven't played it it's not really a spoiler but yeah you know, you've it's got to climb up to, you have to release to yeah. move on yeah and i swear it it didn't work for me multiple times where yeah. you'd climb up and then you had to turn around and jump backwards yeah. to another you know, grab section and she just would not do it yeah multiple times i fell down yeah didn't die but was able just to just frustrating yeah and then yeah. just had to climb back up to where i was again to yeah. try it again and it just pissed me off it doesn't happen so much now yeah um, i think they've been slowly patching that stuff which is good the platforming was one of my issues really early on as well because yeah. i before this i didn't play dying light mm. i came off the back of uncharted 4 and the lost legacy yeah. remaster mm. which is like the pinnacle of yeah fucking climbing around on walls and yeah. shit yeah and so I went for a long time. So I, then I start playing Horizon and I'm like, did these guys not just send a fucking email, like yeah. intercompany email to, <laughs> to Naughty Dog and be like, yeah. can you help us fine tune our mm. rock climbing? Yeah. Because there was things, like I said, there's handholds that you can't actually go to, mm. but there's like, you try and climb up and go one direction and it goes the other. Yeah. And they've also made like in everything on PlayStation, if you go into anything, you press circle to exit. Yeah. And in climbing walls, if you press circle, she jumps off. Yeah. But you press that square to me. just drop. And yeah. I'm, I still do it. I've played mm. 75 hours and I'll be like, I'll get off here. Press circle and she just launches. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. well, fuck. <laughs> Climb up this freaking building all the way. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, the platforming stuff. Yeah. 
there's yeah it's really that's probably one of the most lacking parts of the game for me is mm-hmm. how that platforming all works there's one because other it part it becomes really frustrating there's one other places. part that is infuriating yeah. and it happens throughout the game and it's a part of the design of the game yeah but you cannot block oh yeah which to me seems insane you can dodge but even sometimes dodging you yeah. still get hit yeah and yeah. and yes like you know when you're fighting a fucking you know dinosaur looking creature or whatever yeah. and it's huge like it's gonna kick your ass dodging yeah. you have to use it yeah but when you're fighting a person hand to hand yeah and there's no way of blocking and there's a lot of times in this game where you do that yeah and you cannot block yeah to me is just insane yeah that is kind of interesting I hadn't yeah. thought of that mm. that's really there interesting is, there's a part that you're almost up to I think yeah uh, in, the, in the story um and it is almost essential to be able to block. Yeah. And I lost this fight multiple times because I just couldn't block. There was no way of blocking. And one of the ways that, one of the things in this game that really quite is frustrating is the length of some of these fights that you have, not just with yeah. other you know people in the game, the but machines. the machines. Some of them are. Yeah. yeah, it takes so long and you literally get hit once yeah. and you've got to use up almost a quarter of your, your stash of you know health stuff yeah. to try and survive because if they touch you again, you're fucked. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that no- annoys me so much that yeah. you literally can only get hit sometimes up to 10 times yeah. in a fight. Um, but sometimes it's like one hit. Yeah. The monsters, the, the machines and stuff that you come up against have a level mm-hmm. and I found that when I do die immediately I'm like wait a minute let me check the level of that guy and it's usually like an apex one or something yeah. where it's like I'm level 30 and it's level 45 or something yeah fair enough and they just fucking smoke you straight away mm. and they take longer to take down as oh, well yeah. yeah but um even like so I think I just hit level 50 and I'll come across like a level 50 like thunder jaw or something mm-hmm. like the big ones or yeah. the snake ones the snake yeah. ones and the rock breaker ones I think they I don't know what they're called they go underground mm-hmm. yeah. and they, you just get these sections where they just keep popping out of the ground wherever you are and then diving back down underground yeah. and you can't fucking move, dodge, mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. Super annoying. Yeah. But I found that with all of those situations where I find myself being frustrated in a fight and losing and then I go and try it again, every time when I go, wait a minute, let me try a different strategy mm-hmm. here because you have so many different weapons. Yeah. Yeah. And you have so many weapons that you can't even equip one of each. Yeah. Because you don't have room. You only have a weapon wheel of like six. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's like 10 or 12 different types of weapons. Yeah. yeah. So things like the rope caster. It occurred to me, I was finding one of the slither things. That's the snake that just goes underground and pops up, underground yeah. pops up. And I was like, hold on a sec. And I tried rope casting him. And it takes a few shots. Yeah. And um, you actually can unlock better ones. Mm. But... Um, the one I had was pretty shit, so it took like eight ropes to lock him down. Wow. But then once he's tied down, you can wail on him and select yeah. highlight all the weak points and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's what I've noticed as well. Like when you're fighting the ones that are really hard and taking, that seem like they're taking fucking forever yep. to kill. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, wait a minute, let me just change tact here. Because mm. like I mainly just use the normal hunter bow yeah, and just shoot the shit out of them and yeah. try to knock stuff off. Mm-hmm. But then there'll be things like if they have like a little reservoir of fluid on them, if you hit it with the right arrow, it'll fucking it'll blow up and, and take like half their life yeah, off. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I appreciate that they have that requirement for a bit of strategy and mm-hmm. how to beat them. Yep. But it's almost like the game, there's something about it where as you play, you fall into just using the same shit yeah, over and over. Yeah. There's not that, like there's such a focus on requiring that strategy, but also not a focus on mm, it. Yeah, so there's not like, many fights that I've come across where I haven't been able to get through. Yeah. You know, like you just persist and, you know, eventually yes, you die win. a few times, but you will eventually win. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like making it easier in that way, you can just, yeah. Mm. But I... Like you'll you'll look at something and she'll go, "Oh, use oh acid won't work on this, or use Mm -hmm. acid on this." Yeah, and that is like slightly part of that use a different strategy thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's 
Yeah, and but it's when, also very also frustrating because you, you can't carry enough of anything yeah. to make a fight easier in yeah, that way. True. So, like with the the um, the acid arrows, for instance, I think I can only carry a maximum of ten. Yeah, and. The issue is that I don't find enough because I'm only doing the story. Yeah, you're not picking up all the Yeah, I'm not picking up millions of things constantly. And I do pick up anything that I come across. Yeah. Even if it's in someone's house and they're sitting there making dinner, I'll just go in and (laughs) take their stash. Isn't that funny? They don't even know. When you first get into the Forbidden West and these Tanakh, they're supposed to be super vicious people. Yeah. You just rock up and you're like, oh, great. Open that up. And take, take everything. everything. Out. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Like you talk to the chief and you just walk up to a crate that's behind his throne and just take everything out of it. Thanks, mate. It's great, isn't it? It makes yeah. no sense. Yeah. It's crate. Yeah, it is crate. Um, but yeah, but, but yeah, um, that that annoys yeah. me because like you get into a fight and it is good if you're with someone else. So like they throw they'll, ammo down. Yeah, they'll yeah. throw things to you. That's and, handy. Yeah. yeah, which also is quite annoying because if some of the areas where you're fighting are huge. Yeah. And if you're literally waiting on them to throw you some you know, some fine. more stuff, yeah. if you don't see it because you're running away from the fucking thing trying to kill you, yeah. Um, then yeah, you literally have to be running around searching for something while this thing's trying to kill you, which yeah. doesn't really work either. Um, so that's quite annoying. They do have smoke bombs. Yeah, that I always forget cool. to use as well. I always do. I don't think I've used one. Yeah, yeah. but they're handy and they work underwater, amazingly. Oh, cool. But you yeah, can, yeah, right. throw down a smoke bomb and then you just hide in the long grass. Yeah. And the monster will be like, oh. Oh, they're gone. Yeah. yeah, turned into a puff of smoke. And then you can like quickly remake some ammo and search around for healing berries and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, mm. I do a lot of stealth in this game, even though I know it's not required at all. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll go to a rebel camp and go, I'm going to do stealth here, and they're not going to see me. Yeah. And then I finish it, and I would go, fuck, that could have taken me, like, five minutes, and it took me an hour. Because <laughs> I get spotted, and it goes yellow, the little indicator, yeah, you go and, and I go and hide. Yeah. And then you wait a while, and then it slowly starts ticking down, being yeah. like, you're, they're about to go back to that mm-hmm. thing. And as soon as it disappears, I'm like, arrow to the back of the head. Yeah. And the guy's like, wait, what the? Hmm... <laughs> That wasn't there a minute And ago. a dude like two meters away from him stays white and like didn't notice yeah. shit. And a guy like a hundred meters away goes yellow. Yeah. And then you have to wait for that fucker to <laughs> stop paying attention. Well, anyway. I've got to say, I, I really have not liked too many games with bows and arrows. Yeah. I don't like the physics of it most of the time. Yeah. Um, in this, it's it's actually quite good. Yeah. Um, it I don't does think get you, a Did you play the first one? Uh, I did play it, yeah, more recently, actually. I, oh, okay. I only bought it on disc an, a year ago, maybe. Yeah, right. Um, and played uh, probably not a hell of a lot, maybe 10 hours, something yeah. like that. Um, and then there was something else that came out, so yeah. I didn't go back to it. But it every other game I've ever played with bows and arrows has been annoying. Yeah. This one's actually not too bad. Um, but at the same time... One of the things that really pisses me off about this is the the speed in which things move. Yeah. Like you've got that, um, you know, press R. Concentration mode. Yeah. So you press R3 or whatever it is and it slows down time for a little bit. Yeah. And you can unlock longer periods of time, yeah, which is great. Yeah, skill trees, which is easier if you're doing everything. Yeah. If you're not doing everything, then you get really limited you do, skill yeah, upgrades. Yeah, which is annoying. I've got like three trees full. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I've got three just over three quarters full yeah and then i've done a couple of little bits and pieces of the other ones but yeah it it actually really quite annoys me when you're in a fight and you you're fighting this thing you've got 20 arrows of your normal arrows yeah and in nearly every single fight there's this giant thing that you're fighting against and you're trying to hit this tiny little bit on it over and over again the weak spot yeah yeah and you maybe get one in 20 yeah. that actually hits it in that spot. Yeah. You're like, yes! And then... You have yeah. to make a bunch of arrows while you're dodging. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it just happens so often yeah. that it actually is quite annoying. Like yeah. if it was if it was that ability to just pull out a gun and just go, boom, and there's no drop between here and the 20, 30, 40 meters away that it is, yeah. um, you know, that would actually be kind of handy in a game like this. Yeah. But... 
one of the big frustrating parts is that they have drop. to like lead them and and work the drop and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it gets like it's done quite well. Like I said, it's satisfying game, it's, when you yeah. nail things, though. It like is. Like if you kill yeah. like a big thunder jaw, and there's ones that are bigger than thunder jaws as well. Yeah, but there are. The thunder jaw is like the one from the first game that was like the big behemoth monster yeah. to take down. And when you take one yeah. of them down, especially like an apex one that's around your level or higher, mm-hmm. where you spend like 10 minutes like dodging mm-hmm. and reloading and taking it down, chipping away, chipping away. Yeah. Then when it drops, you're like, yeah, mm. that yeah. feeling. Yeah. So they nail that. Yeah, they do. And yeah. like we're talking mostly about negatives here mm. because I guess it's always good to be critical if you're being a critic. Yeah, true. But in terms of the actual game, like the positives, visually, one of the best games I've ever played. Yeah, same if not the best looking game I've ever played. Mm. Like Carl mentioned Red Dead Redemption 2. And I was like, oh yeah, that was pretty good. That was gorgeous. But this one, it's different. Yeah. Like it has, there's just more. Mm. Like Red Dead Redemption 2 was good, but it was almost sparse. Yeah. Whereas this is like full. The world is full. There's different biomes. So Mm. like you get through your first area, it opens up a bigger area and you're like, sweet, I've unlocked the Forbidden West. Then you go, oh, wait a minute. No, I haven't. You open this area. And once you've revealed the map, you see that there's like an area that's desert and then just over a ridge is like swamp and then over another Mm -hmm. ridge is forest and then over another ridge is like Arctic tundra. Yeah. And, and there's ocean, like there's ocean. a lot. And underwater as well, yeah. by the way, is like, there was no swimming underwater in the first game, I don't think, or the, if it was, it was like very limited. Mm-hmm. Underwater in this is like a whole nother world. Oh, it is, yeah. And it's just fish swimming around, mm-hmm. everything. It's fucking gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. I actually and, like that when you're underwater and you you see something and you press, you know, your triangle to collect it. Yeah. And then as you collect that, plant or bush or whatever it is lots of fish appear and they're yeah. all like fuck and then right they away. like scoot off of, you know in different directions right yeah they've stolen our bush yeah. yeah it's really good and like you think a lot of games like um, Valhalla and stuff like Assassin's Creed Valhalla and mm. stuff they have really massive maps yeah it's all about how big the map can be yeah but they end up having that feeling of like it looks like there's a lot of stuff but it's mm. really empty yeah and in this just the way that you like as you run through grass and things like that mm. the, it actually looks and feels like the world is full yeah yeah it does and just the amount of atmospheric things that are around you constantly like yeah i remember there was the the comment you made of um you know when you're in the snow area if you just put your controller down for a minute she'll actually just put her hand out and catch snow and things yeah, like and that and like look up in wonder at the snow falling down yeah. and stuff cause, um, but the, it's yeah. everywhere like there's parts where you know you'll be in a section near your base I think there, there's one but there's a, a waterfall and it goes down one level and then it, there's another waterfall just after it and things like that and if you actually stay there the mist that's coming off the waterfall fills the air with kind of droplets yeah um but strange like not strangely but perfectly around those waterfalls because you're kind of in a desert area i guess um there's more vegetation near the water Mm -hmm. and therefore there's more butterflies and bugs in the air and things like that and it's out it's like wow they've fucking done well with this you know it's not something i've ever really seen or had to notice in a game yeah. You know, like that there's actually more life near water than yeah. there would be away from it. Um, and that's I actually that a was, really cool little touch. I think it was kind of one of the expectations that I sort of had with a Horizon game on a PS5. Mm-hmm. Because we talked about, obviously we all know PS5 is super powerful and it's supposed to have all this cool shit yeah. in how yeah. it loads stuff really quickly. Mm-hmm. But Horizon Zero Dawn on PS4 was a real like groundbreaking game yeah. because of how they did the loading where like your field of view is what is loaded and as you turn the camera it loads the rest of the stuff around mm-hmm. you so that's how they could fit so much stuff on the screen in front of you and yeah. so we were i was like well what the fuck can they do with the power mm. of the ps5 if they can do that on a yeah. ps4 that yeah. game was one of the most beautiful games ever as well yeah and that's on a ps4 you're like well what the fuck possibly can they do with all this mm. extra power and so now you have like you know, you'll be running around not noticing anything, like like that little shit. Yeah. And I pause and go into photo mode, 
to mm-hmm. just take a picture and then realize there's like a dragonfly next to her head. Yeah. And yeah. like a moth over here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God damn it. Get the yeah. fuck out of the picture. <laughs> but there's so yeah. much stuff like that. And there that's, is. that mm-hmm. I guess adds to the, the feeling of the world being so open mm. because yeah. of, it feels like an alive world that it you're does. part of. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, there's going back to the voice performances, the actual characters and their performances, mm. phenomenal. Yeah. And it's not just the voice as well, it's like the animation. Like there's the guy that has no he's missing an arm. Yeah. And you know I noticed that and you said you noticed it mm. as well. When he's talking to you in cutscenes when you're on quests with him and stuff, or um he'll like reach unconsciously and like cup the nub of his arm yeah yeah like mm. it's only been a couple of months since he lost his arm so there's probably pain there still yeah potentially but like that phantom limb mm-hmm. thing as well yeah so he'll just be talking about something else and you see him like subconsciously just reach up and grab his arm for a minute and sort of fondle yeah. it and go it back to cool. it and it's just mm. a little touch yeah that makes that adds to that character mm-hmm and makes them more like a real fucking person. Yeah, it does. And there's so many things like that and different mm. personalities and everything just throughout. It's just so well done. Mm. And there's so much attention to detail of that stuff. Yeah, there is. And even minor characters in the game that you come across and have to do a couple of quests for mm-hmm. have like a fleshed out life story yeah. that you can yeah. appreciate. Some mm-hmm. are like stupid yeah. and really cliched. But some are like, there's this desert and you can come across these guys who are trying to, it's the Las Vegas desert, Nevada, yeah. mm-hmm. and they're trying to find these certain like things that are buried underground. Yeah. And doing that side quest reveals how these three are like friends and one's the money guy and one's the ideas yeah. guy and yeah. one's like a Narrator. performer. <laughs> yeah. And they're just such filled out characters mm, yeah, they and then you go back to them a couple of times throughout the story and it and it'll be like oh hey you're back here this mm. new thing's happened yeah you know and so mm. instead of like visiting someone doing that area and then pissing off and never going back yeah there's reasons to go back to these places mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah just those characters and the story of the world as well the world in mm. itself is a character yeah because yeah. you just like there's so much depth Mm-hmm. to how they've built the world and the yeah. stories and well it's kind of funny because I, I have noticed as well in some of these dialogue parts and obviously I, I haven't seen other things that I haven't seen yeah you know, but you do notice it every now and again like there's one section that just happened this morning as I was playing it where I kind of don't bother having random conversations with people because I'm doing the mission yeah um and that happens more often than not, so I don't bother. But there was one part where, you know, I'm at my home base. So there's different people that you kind of collect over the, the story yeah. that you end up... They you know, join your they team. They join you and you're, they're at your base. Um, so I've gone and had this conversation with... I um, uh, can't remember his name, the guy with the beard. Um, yeah. That was in the first one. But mm-hmm. he... Um, he says, oh, you know, it's taking me everything I, you know, in my power to not just go and punch that dude in the face. He's like, I know you'd love to as well because of what he's done, but I really just want to punch him in the face. Um, and then I've gone and had another conversation with someone else there. And as I, you know, just, you know, left the conversation, she goes, okay, so I can trust you to keep it all peaceful around here. And she goes, yes, I won't let him go and punch that dude in the face. Yeah. You know, and it's like, fuck, like if I hadn't have had that conversation with him Would about she that, that, she probably wouldn't have mentioned it. Yeah. But because I had, and other things like, what did I miss by not having conversations with other people that yeah. could have tied into other conversations? And there's multiple times throughout it where you do notice that. Yeah. And it's like, fuck, they've written this so well. It's really well fleshed yeah, out. very, very yeah. good. Yeah. And I just love how they reveal, like, the first game was such a full game. Mm. And then in this one, they go, oh, not only are they the people from the first game, there's the Tanakh, which is split into three different tribes who operate very differently. Yeah. Then there's the Quen, who you didn't even know were mm. a thing at all. And yeah. they have their whole, like politics yeah. and religion and and culture that's pretty full that's on, completely that? fleshed out and full yeah yeah it's like a supremely well-made game oh yes 
Yeah, I do agree. Um, and I think we probably need to wrap this up. Um, but I'm still not finished the story. So I, for one, don't want to give it a, a rating at this point. Yeah. Um, I'm very much enjoying this game though. Yeah. So yeah, anybody who likes this type of game. Mm. Um, Open world, lots yeah. to explore and do. If you have a PS5, I don't think there's any reason why you should not buy this game unless you really hate open world action adventure games, which are like PlayStation's bread and butter. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, yeah, I'll give a score. Um, I'd probably say I was leaning towards a four Mm -hmm. because of some of the annoying shit. Like just the the scope of the game and everything about Mm -hmm. it, I got to say 4.5. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, fair enough. And I'll say that without finishing the story I have mm-hmm. seen some things of people being like the story goes kind of wild towards the end okay well I'm, so, I'm just at that but, point now so yeah. and that's why I want to give it until I finish it but so, yeah. yeah I mean I've put 75 hours into it and if I'm not like there's not I don't think there's anything that can ruin the game for me at this point because it's all like you know I can pretty mm. well see where I'm headed I'm yeah. still going to explore a fuckload of map oh, and of do course. some story yeah. bits but it's not like at the end if Aloy, Aloy gets like abducted by aliens, I'd be like one out of five. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I could pretty safely say four, four point five mm-hmm. for me. Sounds good. So yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. Definitely a, a purchase though. Yeah, yeah like I said, if you have a PS Five, this is one of to. the best games that you can buy. Mm-hmm. Full stop. Let alone on PS Five, but on PS Five, yeah. like you would be doing yourself a disservice not to see the power of your PS5 with this game, yeah, which fully definitely. captures it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I'll, I'll give my final thoughts on it in on the, the next, next episode. And I'll talk so, about Gran Turismo, and yep. we'll hopefully not take five weeks. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> so thank you very much for listening to this episode. Um, if you have any comments or anything that you'd like to get us to discuss, or even just for a shout-out, just email yep. us at podcast at dropbeargaming.com fantastic all the socials obviously will yep. be will be social and kind of um <laughs> so thank you very much for listening we really appreciate it and until next time take care be safe see ya see you later